Hey, what's up? And in this episode, I talk specifically about how our process is different in the way that we train CEOs to lose weight, build muscle, and increase energy and their performance, and uh, and also their focus and concentration. But we, we go through the unique ways in which we do this differently than how we would, say, approach uh, someone who had a regular nine to five or who didn't necessarily have the responsibilities of a CEO who's who also has to raise a family too. So, you know, we take a lot of things into consideration and, you know, I could put this on like a very spicy Twitter uh, tweet in one sentence like I usually do, but I want to get a little bit more granular and tell you exactly what are the key differences and how CEOs should be approaching uh, their weight loss, whether it's by themselves or whether it's uh, using uh, someone like us to to coach them to it. So hope you enjoy the episode. And, and, and one thing I want to say is that if you aren't a CEO and you're listening to this, I would still watch and listen, actually listen to this episode because, you know, if you, even if you can glean one or two things away from it and use it towards what you're doing in your body, then by all means, it is going to be worth it. So hope you enjoy the episode and see you there. They say that getting in shape is hard, but no one told you about the struggle. It's time for you to get healthy, but business and family make life complicated. Discover all the high-performance secrets that founders and busy entrepreneurs use to ensure they stay fit and lean, no matter how busy they get. This podcast is a reminder to use those secrets, which make getting in shape easy and stress-free, while doing it in a way that fits your busy lifestyle. And ultimately, this will make you a better performer at work and home. You're listening to The High Performance Founder with your host, Dan Go. What is up and welcome back or welcome if this is your first time listening. We are here in beautiful Boulder, Colorado. I'm actually in the co-working space. It's called Kiln. And it's on Pearl Street. And this is one of the most immaculate co-working spaces I've ever been to. I was actually talking to one of the people that's running it. And I told her, I was like, you guys get it. Okay, you get it. Everything from the decor to the energy to the people that are working there to the people that are actually there. You guys nailed it. Congre- and, and amazing job. I just want to tell you that. And uh, And I don't know how many times people actually say that when they're actually when they're impressed with something that people do but i had to go up to them because this co-working space has been nothing but an incredible experience we're here in boulder uh we just left costa rica and i do miss the surf i miss the sun actually we're getting a lot of sun down here i I miss the jungle and the nature that i've been around even though i'm in the mountains right now you know i just miss being around uh, trees all the time and being able to swim uh but Boulder is amazing. You know, I'm, I'm here amongst the mountains. I'm going to uh, be heading down to Aspen and Vale in uh, a couple days. And it's exciting. It's exciting. And I, <laughs> this is a horrible segue, but I actually put a uh, email out to everyone that's on my newsletter list. And uh, if you replied back, thank you so much for the feedback. Thank you so much. 
basically I just crowdsourced my podcast episodes and emails on uh, on this uh, delivery or on this broadcast delivery. So I've gotten back a couple or a lot of questions uh, from some pretty awesome people. And one thing I want to say is that if you're on my email list, if you're on the newsletter, following me on Twitter, Instagram, or whatever it is, uh, I just want to say thank you for just being cool and bringing the good vibe. I remember uh, the CEO of Copy Blogger, Tim, Tim Stoddard, is a friend of mine. He's like, why is Twitter so like toxic and negative? And I'm like, I had to, I commented to him. I was like, bro, 99.9% of my interactions are amazing and they're with really good people. So you are part of those people. And I just want to say thank you. So, you know, the ADD is kicking in. Let's get, let's get to what we were going to talk about today. I asked this question on my uh, email. What would you like me to talk about? And uh, if you're not on my email or my newsletter, you can uh, get on it by going to highperformance7.com. And one of the questions that came out to me was actually from a CEO. I forgot his name, uh, but I will make sure I get it. So his question was, uh, the most interesting topic for him would center around how my, my approach is different uh, for CEOs. Um, and that's an incredibly awesome question. And when it comes to CEOs, when it comes to founders, um, and even high achieving executives, I would actually lump them in there, right? So I would actually say like VPs, um, head of product, uh, head of product, or you know, just just high level executives. First of all, you got to understand their psychology. Okay, so what makes these guys different than someone who isn't necessarily in this high level position? And nothing makes them better or worse than anyone. Just won't put that out there, okay? But what makes them different? Number one is their actual time, their actual currency of life. They don't have that much. They don't have a lot of time during the day to to go off and to be frivolous with their time. Uh, because not only are they dealing with uh, raising a business, like building an actual business, uh, they are tasked with, a lot of them are tasked with raising a family and being there for their family. There is not a lot of time in the day to prep foods, to even go work out. And I understand like a lot of people will be like, that's an excuse, you know, but I understand from a CEO's perspective, a family man CEO's perspective that they just don't have that much time. So every single minute and hour has to be used effectively. The second thing that separates them, is the way that they think, all right? So CEOs uh, are, are like the professional athletes of, our, of the mental variety. Their ability to make decisions at a high level is what creates success in their business. Unfortunately, with so much mental energy being placed on their business as well as family, it's really hard to put that focus onto caring for themselves. And I know that you see sometimes like Jeff Bezos just ripping at the bulging biceps. Like for every Jeff Bezos, there is 10 more Bill Gates in terms of how their bodies look and or 10 more. I forgot who the, the guy from Y Combinator is, but I hope he's not reading this. It's, it's not an insult, but come on, man. You got to get yourself in shape. But unfortunately, they put so much focus on other things that it's hard to put the focus on themselves. So... And even a lot of them, 
they feel bad for going to the gym. They feel bad for, for taking any time away from their business or their family. And they actually put so uh, much of their currency, of their life currency into other things and other people. And that's kind of like the most, uh, I guess you could say it's an unpopular opinion where everyone thinks like CEOs are greedy and blah, 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 and, and yada, yada, like, you know, or overpaid or whatever. Well, number one is, is if you're making decisions that are, that are worth million, two million, four million billion dollars, then uh, you should get paid accordingly, right? And, and the second thing is, is that they're doing everything for actually not only their business and family, they're doing it for the impact that they're trying to make on, on the world. So all of their mental energy is just focused on everything else, right? This is especially hard for CEOs who have actually been in shape before and have actually lost it to the hours in their business. To them, it's almost, sh it's almost shameful to be so smart and, but not to have this area of their life handled. So that is what separates, or that is part of what separates CEOs from just someone who's not. Uh, and to help CEOs, you have to understand their psychology first, and you have to understand where they're coming from. So our process is really to simplify the, the whole process of getting their bodies healthy. So many times that we have helped clients, uh, CEOs, founders, and, and other, in other occupations lose 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds, and they just come back to us and they're just like, is this supposed to be this easy? Because this is going along with the CEO mindset as well as that they actually chase the shiniest objects when it comes to their health. They're going to buy the Peloton. They're going to buy the, the mirror. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna buy the supplement. They're gonna you know get the T TRT injections and all this kind of stuff. They are gonna try to take the shortcut towards their health more so than they would towards their business, right? So when they're doing all that stuff, it actually complicates the process of getting healthy. Uh, they are doing things that are outside the norm of how a human being should actually operate. So our whole thing is is that let's make this simple. Keep it simple, stupid, right? Our concept of getting healthy, just to give you an idea, is getting your body to a moderate body fat level. You know, if there's any marker that uh, that will signify how you feel uh, from an energetic standpoint, from a uh, from a brain development standpoint, from just feeling good standpoint, it, it's going to be your body fat levels and the amount of muscle that you have, right? So, our concept of being healthy is just get yourself down to a moderate body fat level you know, based on your age and have healthy habits that support high performance in your fast paced life. All right. So the very first thing that we do with CEOs is we take into account their work hours, their sleep cycles and lifestyles. All right. How many hours are they working? How many, how much time are they dedicated towards business? How much time are they dedicated towards their family? How much stress do they incur on a regular basis? How do they deal with this stress? We have to intake all of this stuff, right? Because a lot of times when people react to stress, let's just take stress as an example. We need to know how they respond to stressful situations and how they respond to different stressful situations in their lives. 
It could be a stressful situation that they see at work. It could be an argument with their spouse. We need to know exactly what stresses them out and how do they deal with that stress in the first place. And this is how we kind of mold the idea or the program of, or the idea of what the program should actually be for them by understanding this stuff right up front. We have to intake. We have to see where they're coming from. We also have to take into account their numbers. So as we know, what you tr- or what you measure, you manage. And it's so funny with CEOs is that they'll, they'll measure um, something like sales every single day, or they'll measure their, uh, their balance sheet every day. If it's an investor, they'll, they'll look at their P&Ls right? <laughs> every single day. But then they won't even step on the scale right? every day. They won't even step on the scale. They won't even take the time to get a DEXA and find out what their body fat levels are. They won't do any of that stuff because they're scared of what the numbers are going to say, right? They're actually scared. So we have to have this intake of what exactly is happening on with their lives, but also what's happening from a number standpoint. And when it comes to the numbers, we're looking at specific things. Obviously, it is going to be your weight, uh, second one is going to be your body fat. It's going to be your lean mass. It is going to be actually for a lot of them is just taking their waistline measurement. We take like three simple sites for CEOs. It's just chest, waist, and hips. And you can take it from the legs and arms and like all this kind of stuff if you really want to get super granular about it. But that's all you need to measure on a regular basis. But we we do specifically their waist because a lot of CEOs are dealing with that that gut issue. They're dealing with the big ball in their stomach. So so whatever we manage or whatever we measure, we end up managing, right? You just gotta have some balls and do it, right? So so that's what we do. Number one is we take into account everything. Number two, for CEOs and founders, we strategize on travel and events. The life of a founder and CEO usually is one that is uh, well-traveled and one that actually has a lot of dinner events, a lot of meetings. Uh, so we need to teach uh, specifically these guys how to how to eat <laughs> when it comes to the situations that aren't going to be perfect. And one of the things that we want to instill in them as well as this idea that you don't have to be perfect. You do what you can with what you got. And you just be responsible. So a lot of times, like these CEOs, uh, they go to these travel and events or, you know, they end up coming back like five pounds heavier or whatever, where they end up like not necessarily, you know, following the program to a T on the first day. So it, it makes them just like go buck wild crazy for the rest of the trip because they have this all or nothing approach. So we preach uh, imperfection for the entire process, actually for the entire process and specifically for travel and events. So how do we strategize for travel and events then? So number one is what are we doing before, during, and after uh, travel, let's say, right? What are we doing before we're about to get on that plane? What are we doing during the time that we get on the plane? Are we going to eat? Like what's the standard that we want to set for ourselves when it comes to being on the plane, do you want to have like a biscotti and just leave it at that? Let's let's talk about this, right? And then what do you do after you travel, especially if you travel time zones? You know, what are we going to do to to mitigate jet lag? That's number one. What are we going to do to uh, make sure that you just hit the ground running and uh, and that you're actually starting off on the right foot, especially when it comes to your health? So all these things we need to strategize. Uh, some One of the things that we do for the restaurant end of things is if a CEO is going to a restaurant, 
we're going to, they're going to send us the restaurant that they're going to. It sounds, it sounds almost ridiculous. You know, when you think about, oh, I got to tell you where I'm going to eat and whatever, you know, but, but it's not like you, you don't know how to do this. So it's okay to get to have someone else make your decisions and show you what kind of decisions to be made and show you possibly how to have your cake and eat it too. Right. And to minimize and to, uh, yeah, minimize the damage. So we strategize a lot on travel and events. And that is to me is like, it's depending on CEO, that's going to be like 50% of uh of the entire strategy right there are you enjoying the show thus far we go through so many resources and links with the podcast it's tough to keep up i get it that's why dan and the rest of the team put together the high performance seven it's a free online course that helps entrepreneurs get lean build muscle and increase energy in a way that fits their lifestyle we go over things like how to burn fat like a 20-year-old, the lazy man's way to building muscle, the 10-minute Superman system, the lead domino that makes all other things easy, and so much more. The best part? As a valued listener of the show, you can access the High Performance 7 100% free of charge. That's right, for simply being awesome and tuning in. To get full access, all you have to do is go to www highperformance7.com it's high performance all spelled out and the number 7.com and fill out the short form there for us to give you full access once again www.highperformance7.com now back to the show so the next thing that we do for CEOs is automation the regular online fitness coach or a regular coach in general, like a personal trainer, they're going to be like, dude, you got to prepare your meals and you got to like do this. Hey, if you got, and cool, if you want to prepare your meals, all good. And if you want control of that, I say it's great. And I think every, every single guy and girl should learn how to cook. All right. It's, that's the basics of being a human being. But coming back to CEOs, they don't have a lot of time. So you want them to sit in front of a walk for 30 minutes trying to prepare the meal or even 15 minutes. They don't have that time to do that. All right. So we need to automate their diet to a certain extent. And the way that this looks like is simple. So if they can prepare their own meals or they have their wives prepare their own meals, all the better. Go for it. Make it happen. Okay. The other thing that we do is uh, we can either go we have this concierge service, actually. We have a concierge service that can look for the best meal prep delivery services inside of your town, find those and actually order those for you and have them come out automatically so you don't have to think about the process of eating healthy, right? You just don't have to think about it anymore. This is like the extreme side of automation. For a lot of the guys that we work with, we actually work with a hybrid approach. We always find that Having at least like one or two healthy meals around that's available to you is better than having none because if left to your decisions, especially your limited decision-making capacity, especially with all the, you know, the big money deals you're making, right? If you have a limited decision-making capacity, then you want 
to not have to make a decision when it comes to your health. And you want this part to be as simple and automated as possible. So that's why we say have at least one or two healthy meals. If you end up throwing away the meals or giving away, giving them away to someone else, then fine. And one of the other things is for the high net worth uh, CEOs and even for like the mid net worth CEOs, the long-term play would actually be finding a cook, finding someone to, to specifically cook your food for you, like a chef. And this may sound like pretty expensive, but you'd be surprised at what you can get away with in terms of people that will prepare your foods for you, right? So I've heard things like someone paying $500 a month to have someone prepare their foods and do their laundry for them. Like we have to realize that when we're, we, we need to take off as much uh, things that we don't like and don't have to do on our plate and outsource these things as much as possible. So the long-term play would actually be finding a chef whose food you like to cook you, prepare your meals. Uh, you can find these off of like Craigslist or their actual uh, chef places, you know, inside of your town. And again, we set this up for, for clients as well. But, but again, we want to automate that as much as possible. Second part of automation is going to be the hydration. Um, we just want to automate the water they're drinking, one of the easiest ways is is actually giving them a huge bottle of water, which is like one and a half to two liters. And we say, clean out two of these per day. All right, mandatory, however way, however which way you get it, get after it. And one of the things that we do, especially with uh, everyone, is in the morning, we get them to drink at least one liter of water in the morning. It is a just net positive. You don't need to drink coffee like first thing. That is going to... Uh, help out a lot. And I got to stop hitting this table. I'm getting so passionate. If you guys don't see me right now, I don't have a video of this, but I'm like banging the table with <laughs> with uh, my fingers because I'm just emphasizing this point. So if you ever hear this banging in the background, just, just understand that's me and not someone trying to use this room. So next thing is going to be, we talk about water. Next one is going to be their sleep. This is a huge area of weakness and opportunity for a lot of CEOs. Part of what we try to do is we try to make the uh, the process of going to sleep a lot easier. So number one is we get them away from emails and all that kind of stuff, at least like one hour before they go to sleep. And it may sound ridiculous to you, but you'd be surprised. Work is 24-7. And I'm saying that from my angle too. Like I Work is at the foreground and background of what, what I do on a daily basis. It's, uh, it's both a gift and a curse. So with the sleep system, we give them uh, blue light blockers, number one, because uh, they're most likely going to be going to be on screens. If we tell you to not go on screens and you're cool with it, cool. But if it seems like almost impossible, we give you blue light blockers just to kind of help you entrain your circadian rhythms. All right. And then we get them to read a fiction book. But again, all this stuff, we have to work within whatever the confines of their lifestyle and what is uh, possible for them. So we have to work on automating their sleep to a large degree. And actually a lot of automation starts from setting up their environment to help them win, uh, blacking out, making sure like the environment's blacked out, making sure that they get themselves like some uh, sleep masks uh, just to completely block out the light, making sure the temperature is cold. If they're hot sleepers, getting them light or making sure that they get like a, a chili pad or some sort of uh, cooling mattress. But again, setting up the environment so you can automate sleep a little bit easier. And then we, we set a standard of how many times a week do they want to hit the gym. Some CEOs love hitting the gym. It's good. It's great. Um, a lot of them sometimes have this uh, uh, or they don't have the habit of actually going to the gym on a regular basis. So 
we strategize the perfect time and uh, the we make sure that we try to do this as early as possible where whether it's in the early morning whether it's at lunch and if we if it has to be after work then cool we could do it after work but again the the farther we push out this exercise uh, the uh, the worst is going to get in in every ceo that i know can block out an hour of his time make it red make it seem like he's in the meeting and work and actually go for a workout it is it's just something that every single ceo should be doing at least like three times a week so if you're not doing it get it done so the other thing that we work on uh so past automation the other thing that we work on with our ceo clients is the emotional side of things the stressful side of things so we understand that life isn't perfect and uh, when you go through this process of losing weight and getting in shape you know, and, and really changing kind of like the self image of you, wherever you are right now to the ideal one that you want to be, you are going to bring out the demon there too. And I say demon. Okay. There are some demons that are going to come out. Uh, this is going to happen if you're trying to do anything like trying to be in, trying to be in a really awesome relationship. Demons are going to come out when you're trying to change your body. Uh, you're going to come across some inner demons that that you need to address. So this is part of this is a big part of what we do with our CEO clients because I don't want to say everything that we do is emotional, but when we're reacting to emotions in ways that are negative and ways that don't support our health, then we have to one get to the causes of what these emotions are, and then we have to figure out different options in different ways, and then we have to hold you accountable to following through, right? So if you don't work on these emotions, if you don't work on these causes, you know, and I'm not going to say everyone has these, like some people are pretty chill and, you know, super, super chilled out and they don't have to deal with these, you know, some, some people don't, but again, you know, there, I actually do feel that stress and emotion is what brings a lot of people out of health, uh, along with time management and, and it's multifactorial, but along with the numerous, uh, types of, uh, deals. So. The last thing is one I just mentioned uh, before was or is no bullshit accountability. So it shouldn't happen, but most CEOs and New York Times bestselling authors and anyone who's in a prominent position is going to be surrounded by a bunch of people who just want to be their friends and are their yes men. It's just going to happen and you can be like i don't have any yes men around me it's like it's just you can't avoid it right i'm i'm not even any list of celebrity at all right now and i have have like a few followers on twitter or whatever but it's kind of like hey everyone just seems to kind of want to agree with you and, and want something from you right so you need no bullshit accountability you need someone to actually uh one positively reinforce uh, the things that you're already doing right and and keep those things going, but also to call you out when the time is needed, right? I mean, shouldn't everyone get called out? Yes, but more so CEOs than anyone else, right? They need to be, they need someone in their life, especially in this health angle of things to tell it to them straight and do it in a way that still constitutes respect. So accountability is the most important piece of what we do. We have to hold these CEOs and these high-level people accountable to the actions that we said we're going to take in order to reach the goal. We have to have a high level of integrity 
when it comes to this. So accountability is what CEOs need. All right. Above and beyond everything that I just talked about, this is what they need the most. And they can be accountable to their business, but then now they have to be accountable to themselves. And once they do that, they are going to make more money and have more confidence and have more energy and have more sex and just live this awesome life that just keeps on getting better year by year, all by being at their best health. So this is what we do for CEOs. This is how we treat them differently. And and if you're not a CEO and you're, you're listening to this, you know, this shit can apply to you as well, right? And if you are a CEO that's listening to this, this shit definitely applies to you, right? And you're not doing your business a service and you're not doing your family a service. You're not doing yourself a service by letting yourself be out of shape and be unhealthy. And the reason I say this is because people are only getting a fraction of what you can offer. They are getting a limited version of yourself. So you think you're giving 100%. The reality is if you're obese, out of health, if you're overweight, if you're lacking any type of energy and muscle, you're giving them 50, 60% at most. And usually the people that you love the most sometimes get even less than your business. So you have to optimize things right. And like I said before, CEOs are mental athletes. They're professional mental athletes. So if your brain is going to work at the best at its level of the best of its potential, if you're going to be at the the best potential that you can ever be, then you got to get your body in shape and get this part of your life handled and do whatever it takes to make it happen and never fucking give up. And that's the end of this podcast. Have a great week. Hope this helped. If this hits you in any way, please do something about it. All right. Take action and let me know which action you take and I'll fully support it. All right, buddy. So you have a great day. Take care and peace. If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit subscribe on whichever platform you're tuning in from. Help Dan and the rest of the team get the word out to more entrepreneurs like yourself and leave an honest review for the show. It would mean the world to us if you can help in those two ways. Dan reviews all the feedback on the show, so we can't wait to hear what you've got for us. This show is made for your benefit, so be sure to reach out if you have any ideas on topics that we can cover on the show or people we should interview. You're listening to the High Performance Founder Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. Yep.